football show today and um, it's a all about the EPL today. I thought we'd concentrate on the um, English Premier League and I've been doing the show for a couple of years now and uh, uh, as you know I co-host it with a Chelsea fan and whenever I speak to most people back home on the show they're supporters of one of the big well so-called big six uh, but it's always heartening when I see on Twitter and uh, other social media about the following that other clubs have, and obviously whenever I see a fellow Fox back home, it cheers me up no end. Uh, but today we've got a, a member of a fan club uh, that I've been following on Twitter for a while, and I've been trying to get him on the show because it's always good to learn about uh, other clubs that are being followed, like I said, apart from the top six. So I'm um, really grateful, and let's bring him on to the show, uh, to have a Indian Hammer join the show. And it's a very warm welcome to Kumar Jasparaj. Kumar, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm, I'm good. How are you, mate? Yeah, really, really good. It's a gloomy day here in uh, England, in Leicester. Um, as you've probably seen in the news back home, we've had a bit of a, a storm here over the past 24, 48 hours, and I think we're at the back end of it. I'm hoping the weather's a little bit better where you are. Uh, but the weather's better here. Uh, uh, also, the number of cases have been going down in the uh, on the COVID front, so things are opening up now. Uh, I hope things are better in UK too. Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, here, as I've been saying to on the show pretty much back to normal everybody's had a booster job pretty much uh everything's open football's been open p p from the start of the season full crowds um uh, so yeah it's pretty much like it was before the pandemic obviously we've got cases but i think we've got used to it now we're going to live with it um uh, and yes, just carry on so but um it's Really good to have you on the show, and I know we're on a tight schedule as well because when I booked the show with yourselves, I, I didn't realize the hammers are playing in uh, about an hour, so I want to make sure that you are there for the start of the game. But firstly, the Indian hammers, uh, where does your affiliation uh, we'll talk about the uh, fan club back home in a bit, but in terms of yourself personally, how did you start following West Ham? Uh, so, uh, football uh, was, I mean, the EPL first broadcasted India in the year 2000-2001 season. So, uh, uh, I was a football fan earlier, but we used to watch only the international matches which were shown in the TV. So, uh, when uh, Blackburn had won, uh, won the Premier League uh, uh, in 95-96 season, so there was some news with regards to the Premier League. So, I started following the Premier League and I... Uh, started following West Ham after I saw their match against Newcastle, coincidentally, which is the fixture today. And West Ham had won 2-1 in that match. And I thought that this is the best team. <laughs> so that, that was my first football match at the local level. I mean, I, I saw international matches. was my first uh, Premier League match was Newcastle versus West Ham and which West Ham had won 2-1. And it was like uh, the team had scored two late goals uh, to come down from 1-0 behind and beat them 2-1. So I was like, this is it. This is the best team ever. I'm following it. And irrespective of the ups and downs throughout, uh, I mean, I've been following West Ham since 1999 and uh, we are in 2022 now. So the affiliation stays and we have been relegated twice in my, yeah. you know, uh, in this uh, period, and I have followed them in the championship also re re religiously. Oh well, that is really heartening to hear because you know um, a lot, there are a lot of fans who just follow the clubs that win trophies year in year out or always competing. Yes, and you've um, uh, had the feeling of what it's like to be relegated and still support that club in division. Uh, well, it's called the championship now, and that's not an yes. easy task especially living not living in the city as a Leicester fan yes. you know I'm here so I live it and it's part of me but living abroad back home and it's tough yeah so the matches are not broadcasted at the championship level so you just have to follow the news on uh, the website uh, that's difficult you can't see your team for one whole season but I'm, I'm sure that we'll be bouncing back of course, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that that, uh, that you can't even watch your team if they're not in the Premier League, yeah, uh, and that makes it even harder. And you mentioned the yeah. uh, highs and lows, and but one thing you know that you would have started with is following your team in your home ground, the bowling ground, 
which was an incredible stadium. It was a very, for a Way fan, it was uh, intimidating to go there, but the atmosphere was incredible. Yes, and when we, we were moving to, I mean, moving away from bowling ground, it was an emotional moment and uh, something felt very wrong about it. But now uh, it's great to see two, three seasons after we moved on, the same atmosphere is back in the London Stadium. So, uh, no, hopefully not missing bowling too much, but then there are quite a, I mean, uh, almost a century of memories uh, attached with the bowling grounds. So oh yeah, difficult yeah. to forget that. Absolutely, and uh, well, I'm not a fan of the London Stadium. I'll be honest with you. I've been there. It's not a good football ground to watch. Uh, I, I, I get your point about the atmosphere. It is a lot better, but I think that's down to uh, the team and how well it's doing. But West Ham fans have always had incredible support, even away when they come here to the King Power. The sport is one of the best. Yes. So, I mean, both, I, I have to say for Leicester as well, both sets of fans are very passionate about their clubs. And uh, uh, especially West Ham, they, I mean, they are one of the non-glamorous clubs from London. So, I mean, there are more glamorous clubs uh, as such from London, but the, the, fans, the fan base is very loyal uh, in the Hammers. Yeah, and because of the area that it comes from, the east end of London, I mean, those people are uh, salt of the earth, as they say here in England. They're very, very loyal to their um, history of where they come from, the east part of London. And um, or if you're born a West Ham fan, you know, it goes through the family. So it really comes across. So in terms of your... Um, affiliation, you said you started in 1999 and you've had, like you said, a few lows, but you're having an incredible couple of seasons at the moment, especially this year. Yes, yes. And so last year, last year was simply amazing. I mean, with the few uh, Czech imports, Czech Republic imports, we were like soaring high in the sky. Uh, unfortunately for us, these two are, uh, you know, not underperforming, but not, you know, playing at the expected level and if I'm just saying, if uh, Sufal and uh, Sochek would have been in a uh, the same kind of form that they were last season, we would have been in the top four. In fact, we we could have been in the title race as well. I mean, it's a little over ambitious by uh, me saying it, but I know I'm talking to a Leicester City fan who had uh, defied all the odds, you know, in that that great season. So Leicester City is an is a you know, an example for clubs like West Ham that we can emulate uh, uh, Leicester as well. We can be winning the Premier League as well. And for me, it's really good to see the so-called Big Six being broken up by the likes of us, especially yourselves yes. in the past couple of years. Now we're seeing Wolves come in as well. So you're seeing yes. the other London clubs, you know, like the Spurs and Arsenal struggling uh, to keep up. But um, we'll talk a lot more about this season, which has been incredible for your boys. And we'll see what your expectations are, because March, I think, is going to be a crucial month for yourselves. But tell yeah. me about the Indian Hammers and um, how did you guys get together? How is it uh, for, uh, working? You know, how big is it? And how do you uh, follow the Hammers from uh, back home? Okay, so uh, about the Indian Hammers, the group start, I mean, form, was formed in 2013-14. Around 2013-14, oh, wow. yeah, and uh, uh, it it is originated from Bangalore, uh, a city which is quite away from Mumbai, from my place. So I actually was not a part of the Indian Hammers since inception. I joined them at the beginning of the last season. Uh, I was browsing through the West Ham side to see their international fan base, fan base and I happened to see that there were two uh, official you know, uh, fan clubs which are associated with West Ham in India. Oh. So I decided to join them both and I found out that one was non-existent. Uh, it, it had wound up but the website was not updated. So I decided to, I mean, I, I uh, spoke to the owners, the admins of both the uh, fan clubs. So. I joined the Indian Hammers last year only. I, I was not aware that I used to initially think that I'm the only Hammer fan in <laughs> India. That that was my impression because everywhere that we went, I mean, nobody in Mumbai, I had never heard anybody say that I'm a West Ham fan. Do you wear, I, do, I can I just ask, think, do, huh? you wear, do you wear your shirt when you go out and about socializing in Mumbai? Do people recognize uh, it? 
yeah so so uh, my friends are all chelsea liverpool arsenal fans and they generally we generally go to you know uh, uh, pubs where they broadcast the matches and generally it's the match between arsenal or chelsea or a liverpool versus manchester united and i am just sitting there with a west ham jersey so <laughs> nothing to celebrate so for me either club scores either club wins i don't care so i mean now that west ham has been performing uh, consistently we, uh, the pubs just started broadcasting west ham matches as well so that that gives me an amazing <laughs> kick because i can see the chelsea versus west ham match where Everybody is in a blue color. I am in a maroon color. Fantastic, Jersey. fantastic. Yeah, it gives me a kick. It, it's a great feeling, and especially to beat people, the teams which are in the top, those so-called top six, is is an amazing feeling. You get to rub a lot of salt in the wounds of the fans of this club. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of um, the Indian Hammers. Um... And it's perfect timing, actually. I'm going to bring a fellow fox in. Akash is joining us, and he's part of the Indian Foxes group. So it's really good to have two uh, fan clubs from so-called smaller clubs. But uh, welcome, Akash, and good to see you in the uh, FA Cup winning jersey. Yeah, one can only hope for again for those glories that are going amiss this season. But hi, Kumar. I hope. everything is going for you because you, you guys are just smashing it in this premier league season i hope you teach on finally a top four side and make your claims to the champions league yeah we we are hoping on the same and thanks for the wishes man and uh, i i can i can also wish good luck to you guys i mean your season has been a, with a lot of ups and downs so far so i mean uh, when it's good it's all very good and it, when it's going bad it's going very bad for you right now uh but uh, in in you akash before um you joined us uh, kumar was just telling us about the indian hammers and um a little bit about the group and uh, i said that i'm part of the indian foxes so we'll be it'll be good to hear from you about the indian foxes but kumar you're telling us about the group and how it was formed and yes, how yes. big is the group so, and so we are close to 55 members uh, 55 60 odd members as of now uh uh and we we don't know there might be more in, hammers in india but uh, we we are not uh, you know that great in uh, we are not we are our visibility is not uh, yet uh, what we believe so we would like to market ourselves more uh, so that we have more uh, people in the group more indians in the group and once uh, the results start pouring in we will definitely have more uh, people so to just to give an example when the announcement of is made for uh, the saudi takeover of newcastle we suddenly saw two three groups forming in uh, india on twitter we had kerala uh, uh, magpies we had mumbai magpies and you know so a small change can make uh, i mean people can switch affiliations instantly so once we win a trophy or we are up there in the top four regularly we will have fans fans switching over to stm as well and i know you said you joined the uh, indian hammers last season i think uh, but yes, um, yes. have you seen through the admins how the group has grown and, and what are the demo, uh, sort of the age range are we seeing a few young fans becoming young hammers yes we have hammers from all across the country including a few uh, representatives from the uk who are uh, you know based out of uk or moved to uk uh you know during the uh, and their fans of they are regularly you know sending us pictures of the matches from the stadium so we can get uh, you know we have the live pictures from the stadium as well on in the group so it's it's amazing the guys there are very cool and amazing we have people from uh, different states and uh, different age groups some are students some are uh, working professionals so uh, yes and uh, it it is very nice to gel with you know people uh, with common interest i generally had conversations with the guys to premier league with a uh, non hammer always mm. so it's good to have someone to talk about a common thing so uh, that's what i've experienced since the last season and uh, this season that i have somebody to share my feelings to and i can understand their feelings as well and akash uh, kumar was saying that uh, for quite a few years he thought he was the only hammer in the whole of india 
Uh, and certainly when he was going into uh, various venues to watch Premier League games, he was the sole person wearing the uh, beautiful maroon shirt. It must have been, I don't know, was it similar for you being a Fox back home? Because certainly, as you know, we, you, you're a regular on this show, and I've said it for a few years now that uh, whenever I speak to somebody, it's always one of the top six clubs that they support. And I thought there's not a single Leicester City fan back home uh, until I uh, heard about the Indian Foxes and obviously met you. But what was it like for you being a Leicester fan? Did you think you were the only Leicester fan in India? I did because I didn't see another person. Then suddenly in 2021, a boom happened and I met 50 odd others who are passionate Leicester City fans in and around from India. So quite a similar story. And once we got going, then, you know, sharing the joys of FA Cup was a massive thing amongst that group because earlier the Premier League was sort of a sole victory. But, you know, to enjoy and sharing the victory with others is such a massive fitting, especially when they are from your own community and uh, the nationality. And I have to say, uh, Kumar, that uh, I'm, part, I'm one of the very senior members of uh, age-wise of the uh, Indian Foxes. I have to clarify that. And um, it's so heartening for me to see so many young guys uh, following the Foxes back home. But I have to say they're very active. They're very passionate, the Indian Foxes WhatsApp group. Um, and uh, especially during the game, I'm usually at the game as well. When I come back, there's a couple of hundred WhatsApp messages from the Indian Foxes <laughs> as they're watching the game, which is fantastic. Is it same for you? Yeah, absolutely. We are messages. Uh, messages reach to the quantity of 400, 500 uh, every game week, and it's it's as good uh, as good as as a watch along. So. If, uh, you know, somebody uh, has a lag in the mobile while watching the match. Uh, back home in India, it's at late night, uh, the late kickoff matches. So, uh, somebody writes a goal and we are yet to see it in our screen. <laughs> so, we, we, <laughs> we generally get the news in advance because people who are live, present there live uh, give us the head, uh, heads up. They, 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 they play the spoilers role. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, you know, it's it's good that we've got this community. India is a huge country, and but it's a good way to connect with uh, fellow passionate fans. But let's let's go on to this season, and um, it's well, it's a continuation from last season. Uh, you're only a couple of points. I mean, you finished sixth, uh, one place behind us. We should have finished fourth, but uh, both of us were only a couple of points away from fourth. And but yes. unlike us, you've continued your incredible uh, form this year. How's the group feeling uh, in terms of the performances and how it's going this season? So performances have been, uh, you know, uh, uh, up and down for both of us. I mean, for Leicester as well and for Ramos. Uh, for us especially, the last few performances have gone really bad. But... We have got results. I, I have to say, you were and, very lucky last last weekend. Yes, very lucky. Yes. Uh, not even uh, not only in the last weekend match, we were very, very lucky against Kidderminster as well, which is in the sixth uh, tier of the English football. So, yeah. uh, yes, we were very lucky to get two stoppage time goals, not one. And otherwise, we would have been the first Premier League uh, club to be knocked out by a six-tier uh, team. So, non-league club, as to say. Uh, those, uh, it was embarrassing. I mean, but I mean, after the match, uh, all even including the players and the coaches, everybody applauded the Kidderminster Harriers. Uh, but what we have realized is that uh, earlier in the season, uh, we played really well and we did not deserve to lose a few matches, which we lost. We we are the team with the most losses in the injury time in the Premier League. We have lost four matches. Uh, those four matches could have been drawn and, you know, we lost points there. And uh, the matches that we played recently, we are not playing up to the mark, but we got results. So, we are happy. Uh, we, what we, as a group, the Indian Hammers, as a group, what we believe is that we lack, uh, our squad uh, lacks, lacks a lot of depth. depth. Yeah. So, we don't have a backup striker. Without having a backup striker, we sold one of our strikers who we considered it as a flop and who is working wonders now at Ajax uh, in Netherlands. And uh, uh, I personally believe, even though if he was a flop uh, here at West Ham, the most expensive buy that we ever had, we still should have uh, you know, held on to him before getting a replacement. We shouldn't have sold him back. So, that would have helped us, helped our cause more. 
uh i can see something similar happening to you guys but you guys have a backup here you know wadi's been injured and uh dhaka has been called up into the starting 11 but then at least you have dhaka uh, we have nobody if something goes wrong with uh, in antonio well so at, what we at the moment you've got bowen scoring the goals for you which um i know yeah. he's doing the job for you but the big difference akash with uh, west ham is that the i know uh I totally get what Kumar was saying, and I thought this is where they would struggle, that their bench strength isn't very good. You know, uh, the depth of squad isn't as good, uh, and they're in all three competitions, but they've been able to field pretty much the same sort of starting 11. You see the six, six, seven players always play, even all the games, FA Cup, Europa League, uh, Premier League. It's not something Leicester have been able to do in any competition. Yeah, so that that obviously becomes a concern uh, for smaller sides like us. We don't have the budget as big clubs do, and that is always going to facilitate the problems and the disparity that lies between the big six and us. It's always a challenge. And uh, Antonio, yeah, he's firing, but what what do they do when he is, let's say, injured for one or two weeks? So those results can matter and change your season in an instant. So I think we have got Dhaka, but uh Vardy is, is just has been that irreplaceable quantity for us he you know he is a, is a totally different presence altogether and somewhere or the other you know, having uh, a Sebastian Holler yeah he found success later and it took time and we should be able to give that time to someone like Patson Daka because he's not well uh, i mean he's not adapt to a physicality that is so so much seen in the premier league and we have to be patient with that otherwise you know if you if you lose out such a player like holler then you can regret and lament about it but it's not helping because he he has proven himself by being the highest champions league goal scorer this season he has scored regularly for ajax and uh, it was not happening in west ham so so i feel that you have lost a really really good player in in sebastian holler and we really hope that we give time even if things don't pan out let's say for a season or two we should be sticking around with the assets that we have yes absolutely and dakas young man dakas what 22 23 so he has a lot of yeah. football uh, you know footballing years ahead of him so is a good investment i mean i believe that dakas was in the shortlist of west ham uh, scouts as well but lester uh, just moved uh, you know quite fast with him So it's a good acquisition, and you you guys should be, uh, you know, sticking on with him. Yeah, and no, I absolutely agree with that. I think it's probably a season early for Dakar. He's really been rushed because of the injury to Vardy. Otherwise, he wouldn't have had so much game time. I think he will be there next season. So um, I'm pretty sure, that knowing Leicester and the way we operate, he will be given that time. Uh, and like Omar says, his age is on his side. But going back to your boys, um, Kumar, and you know, you mentioned the fact that you know you haven't got the bench strength, but you keep getting the goals, and uh, you know you've got three, four players who come in with the goals like Ben Rama, obviously Declan Rice, and I want to talk about him in a bit as well. Um, so it's it's not, and you've got a good defense as well, but it's just if you have a couple of more injuries, that that's where the problems might start arising. Yes, so uh, I mean uh, we have Ogbonna out for the season. so he was our you know uh, rock solid defender at the back which i mean we are missing in quite a few matches and uh, zuma is doing really well after coming on bearing that controversy uh, i mean he's done really well uh, let's not talk about that uh, at all well uh, it, you, you say that but he's got a lot of following amongst west ham fans in terms of you know they're willing to forgive whatever he did obviously that's not what we are saying and that's not what the media and the general public think that he shouldn't have played that midweek game he, he yes, surprisingly fell he surprisingly fell ill in the warm up against us i think he probably looked at Leicester and thought i don't fancy this but uh, <laughs> I, i think west ham didn't do them themselves any favors by playing him no see we were playing against a struggling uh, watford uh, which is in the relegation battle so we did not want to take any chances so probably and uh, considering that uh, moes had the uh, isa diop as the only option uh, you know a direct replacement for uh, zuma uh, probably thought let me not take any chances here against uh, a side that is looking for goals and looking for points 
so probably that's the reason why zuma was played it was a pure footballing reason yes uh, i agree that he should have been dropped for at least a match or two till things settled down uh, he was already fined very heavily uh, by the club as well and by the authorities there as well so that's been taken care of and also his pets have been taken away from him but uh, apart from the from the footballing point of view he's he's a great acquisition for us well you did spend I think, um 30 odd million to buy him but you bought um, two other center backs as well in terms of uh, Vlasic and um Dawson um but it's like i said in terms of um the backup that's where the issue is that your bench strength yes yes Vlasic you said did he get uh, Vlasic for 35 30 million odd no 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 Vlasic is a winger 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 yeah, forward winger. he's, he's yeah. not a yeah, no, he's, he's not a centre back. Uh, he's he's a yeah, but he spent a bit yeah. of money in, coming into the season. Yes, yes. So uh, close to twenty twenty three million was spent uh, on Vlasic as well. Mm. So he's also one for the future. He's also young, uh, uh, good acquisition overall. Uh, we have Kral on loan from uh, the Czech, uh, uh, you know, Czech Republic again, uh, mate of Sochek and Sofal. uh he has not been given that many opportunity he's also very young 21 22 only so probably he, if rice decides to move on probably he might be the one uh, you know who would be taking on the uh, baton well you mentioned rice and i want to come to like i said rice as well but what are your thoughts on um, david moyes and like you said you've been following them for years what were your thoughts when he was reappointed as the manager so i was very happy because the first time uh, he was appointed he saved us from relegation uh, so i knew the moment he was appointed again he would be say we were in a relegation battle that season as well i knew we were safe the moment we were we appointed him but uh, the next season would be so great wasn't in my thoughts at all uh, the next season right from the relegation battle to a top four battle was uh, amazing switch Uh, an amazing job done and he's done it twice now so it's a loss of manchester united that they did not stick long enough with him uh, they he, he was an ideal successor to sir alex ferguson oh, west ham didn't stick have... with him after he saved you yeah he so decided I mean, to go uh, to Pe- pellegrini uh, yes because pellegrini was the first ever west ham manager uh, or head coach whatever you like to call them Uh, uh who has a premier league title so it was like uh, an upgrade from david moyes so we so, upgraded back to david moyes then <laughs> so david moyes has not won a premier league right yeah. uh, uh, pellegrini was coming i mean he's the first and the only manager in west ham's entire history to have won the premier league so that was the main reason and the the club really believed that you know pellegrini would be changing the club massively and uh we would be a regular top four i mean they, that's when we had a lot of expensive buys like philippe anderson holler came in at that time and you know a lot of other big buys but uh, yarmolenko came yarmolenko is also uh, i mean uh, a good player at the international level but uh, not that great or effective in uh, the domestic circuit so a lot of expensive players were bought at that time which did not turn out in the club's favor and but so, you're happy with the job uh, moise is doing now absolutely absolutely um coming to you akash you know at the start of the week there was a t- typical social media overreaction somebody made a tweet about our manager brendan um i'm fully backing him what are your thoughts on brendan and the silly com- uh, topics that were discussed at the start of the week well he has been able to find some of the that would have Owned by the man class, so that bothers about even the fact that he's particularly. And I have been on both sides of this discussion. Have an outside time, and a inside time. Right now, I think change the man. Sorry, I think you're just breaking up the, not coming through. Let me check. Wait. He's, I think he's he's having some internet issues. So hopefully, Akash can join us back. But um, yeah, it's 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 so strange supporting the clubs like ours, where I think for us Leicester City, the expectations became 
unrealistic in terms of a uh, certain fan base, certain uh, number of people that thought we should be by right uh, fighting for a top four place. And then when the season panned out the way it has, um, all of a sudden people were questioning Brendan. Um, so, so that's what generally happens with all the clubs, right? Uh, you have a few bad results and the coach is the first one to take the uh, brunt of everything. I think as fans of West Ham and Leicester and obviously Wolves, we have to be realistic as well in terms of yes, absolutely. what our expectations should be each year. Yes, because see, I I believe Leicester. I mean, you guys have terrific owners as well. So, oh, the best. Uh, yes, I I agree. The best in British football. Uh, uh, because the the owners are equally passionate about the club, uh, uh, like the fans are. So, so I don't see any Leicester fan complaining about the owners. Yeah, they might complain about the managers or you know certain performances in a few matches. But they they will definitely not be you know complaining a, a, a single bit for about the owners uh, at Leicester. Yeah, and I'm glad Akash has uh, joined us again. Akash, uh, do you think as Leicester fans, there's a certain number that whose expectations are unrealistic being Leicester fans, and that's why this pre- silly co- uh, conversation about Brendan. I think this season was always going to be a timid one. Because it's again a transition period. The summer rebuilding was coming, even though it wasn't announced before. And that's where we got our calculation wrong because many of the fans were expecting the same levels that we performed last season would be kept and maintained. And we would finally be able to break the barrier and reach that top four equation. But that didn't happen. And realistically, yeah, it was always difficult. And this season looked like, you know, uh, any top 10 within the top 10, top half finish would, would suffice because the summer rebuild will help us a lot. There have been injuries, numerous injuries. Fofana was an untimely one right at the start of the season and we haven't found replacements. All the budget going into stadium rebuilds and for the facility was already taken out. King Power Group, again, a group that thrives on tourism is enduring heavy losses. So all that coming into the broader context, I think it, it was always going to happen and yeah, Brendan Rodgers does get harsh criticism, but uh, it, it only comes because the fans are more more aspired this season. They want ambition to be fulfilled, and that is just creating the imbalances all throughout the fan base everywhere through Leicester. And uh, Kumar, do you think um, and sometimes in the um, I have to be honest, the Indian foxes, you know, th- there is that little bit of unrealism in uh, some of the comments in terms of where we should be. Do you get that in the Indian Hammers WhatsApp group that uh, some people don't get it that we are not the biggest club financially? Uh, no, we are all very realistic, down to earth people, and we know where we belong. And uh, uh, we believe that we should be beating the top four, top six teams. Uh, it's okay if we lose to the uh, lesser known teams, but uh, against, especially against the top six, you know, we should be winning against them. The expectation is always high uh, during the match, but eventually during the course of the match, we see that the performances have not been up to the level, and we ourselves, you know, Agree that the result has been right. And Akash says, you know, as a Leicester fan, a top 10 finish, and Akash will talk about the uh, Conference League in a bit as well. A uh, top 10 finish is probably okay for us this season compared because of the injuries we've had. And, you know, we've not been able to, Brendan's not been able to fill this first team since he's come to the club, really, to be fair. Um, so we'll look forward to the next season. But in terms of yourselves and the Hammers, you've got a lot to look forward to in the next few weeks. Um, you're still in the FA Cup. We'll see who you get in the Europa League. You'll be one of the seeded teams um, going into the uh, round of 16. Uh, I think that's when we got knocked out last year. So you'll be getting one of the relatively big boys in that uh, competition. And then obviously you're yeah. fighting for fourth. So, yes. big few weeks coming up for you. How do you see it panning out? And where, as a West Ham fan, are your priorities? So, uh, we would definitely, uh, you know, like to finish in the top four uh, in the Premier League first. But then, uh, you know, these two competitions are also huge. And especially in Europe, if you win the Europa League, you are on the map of European football and people start recognizing you. So, 
the difficulties we had uh, during the recent transfer windows of attracting talent will uh, you know that will be resolved by you know lifting either of the trophies so if we win the europa league or if we win the fa cup uh, by god's grace hopefully and uh, you know uh, that will help us you know get more uh, attract more talent so right now people reject west ham uh, on the face value uh, you know the players do not are not attracted more enough to move to west ham yeah and uh, so that, that that would be helpful and secondly i mean we, we speaking about the indian hammers you said uh, what the chat is like on whatsapp group so we we feel that borussia dortmund has lost you know uh, the match uh, you know they were simply scared to face the hammers and hence they decided to be knocked out before they can be a part of that draw <laughs> and don't write them off. Haaland will be back for the second leg, and it's only a two-goal deficit. I don't know what happened to them the other day, but uh, I yeah, like the confidence. So, so, I like so, the confidence of the Indian Hammers. Yeah, and so is uh, so scared is Barcelona as well that they could not win their first leg match as well. I mean, they needed a little bit of help from the referee to you know uh, to help them with the draw. And uh, both these teams are so scared of you know facing West Ham. They will have their fingers crossed uh, during the draw rounds that we don't, they don't you know pick us as they're open. Yeah, I'm smiling, but it's not far from the truth. You know, it's not far from the truth. West Ham are a very, very good team on their day, and like I said, it, because you've got that foundation of playing the same team, pretty much the same yes. players week in week out, and that's why I'm saying with this crucial month coming up. And you need the players to be there right down to the end of the season. And if you're David Moyes and you think, you know, they footballers always talk about, you know, miles in the legs. You know, they've got to make sure that um, they keep that on uh, certain levels and not over um, play them and what have you. So he will have to start prioritising or do you think he will not? He will just play the best 11 every single game, whether it's the FA Cup against Southampton or whether it's the Europa League. Or whether it's uh, an away game to Wolves. So he has uh, a few distinct, uh, uh, you know, team players for the uh, Europa League and the Premier League matches. He plays pretty much a similar side in the cup competitions uh, as the Premier League. But in Europa, like for example, in the goal, uh, Ariola starts uh, in place of Fabian C. But now, uh, will, he, so... will he still play in? And now it gets to the group stage is different. But do you think he'll play now? I, I I think so. He will continue because he's done a great job on the in the goal. He's kept uh, quite a few clean sheets uh, in the group stages, which we have not been able to you know keep in the Premier League as much. Uh, but quite a few clean sheets uh, under the uh, head of uh, Ariola, and he's he's not a bad shot shot uh, stopper. He is like a younger version of Fabianski. I mean, a good uh, eight nine years younger to him. And one for the future, the one probably to succeed Fabianski. Fabianski has been given apparently a year's extension. He's already 37, 38. So he's given another year's extension. So next season we'll be seeing him there. But I see Ariola replacing him soon in the first team. So and ideally, you like to, you, you would like fourth place ahead of the Europa League and the FA Cup. That's the ultimate. Yeah, we would. Yeah, Premier League. Uh, uh, you know, being fourth in the Premier League is uh, uh, equally prestigious. But I would, uh, I would personally hope for a cup. Agree. Uh, because we were yes. in a similar situation last year in the sense: did we want to win the FA Cup or did we want fourth yes. place? And yes. if you're a die-hard Leicester fan who's been there, we wanted the FA Cup. That was our dream ahead of the uh, Champions League position. I'll be honest with you. Yes. I mean, it's practical, right? I mean, one more season of football, you can, I mean, irrespective of see for Hammers especially, as far as we get 40 points in the season and we are not in the relegation zone, it's a great season for us. No, so no, no. Those days have gone. Those days have gone for your club and thankfully for our club as well. Yeah, gone those days now, hopefully. But that was the you know the mentality or the mindset of all the Indian hammers and I I believe hammers all across actually. So as as soon as we hit the 38 or 40 point mark, we are safe and that's it. Our season has been great. So well, now the expectations have risen. If if you see any young hammers in your WhatsApp group saying no, we want Champions League, just tell them no, we want a cup. That's a lot more important. <laughs> yeah. Akash, um, 
unlike uh, West Ham, our boys, like you said, a uh, top 10 finish will be a good season for us considering what's happened. But I think we should also take the conference really seriously now. It's uh, way back into Europe next year. I think our only way back. And um, although we played Randers, which was a first division team uh, compared to, you know, they weren't a good team, let's face it. Um, it was. We need to take the competition seriously. Do you agree? I was going to just to add. Just before you comment, I also wanted to add that as a Leicester fan, we're used to winning trophies in the past few years. So this will be another trophy. Unlike West Ham, we've not won a trophy for I don't know when. Nineteen eighty, I think, the last time. But it'll be good to have this one in the bank as well. Akash. It, it would. Practically, first of all, Europa League was a huge uh, tournament for us to be in. And the way we got out of the group stages, despite, you know, holding out Napoli in the first matches and then everything just went, uh, derailed ourselves completely. I think the Conference League is now uh, uh, it's, it's for reputation because... Conference League, again, a third-tier European competition, not given, given any sort of real importance in the real world. But when you go into that competition and you don't have an escape route, the only thing you can do is win it. Because if you don't win it, then you are not winning a third-tier competition, but you are aspiring for the first-tier European competition. But if you, if you lose out to it, then you are losing out from that. And if you win it, you are just winning a third-year European competition. So either way, it's not all good. But being first-time champions of any big tournament is, is, is going to be huge for a club like us. Especially when many other teams, good teams, have dropped out to this competition as well. Well, you say the third tier, but um, it's still a European Cup in my and uh, and it's one of the trophies to win. So I I still you know it is what it is. We don't want to be here, but we're here, and I think it'll be good to get another trophy. Uh, that's my opinion, and hopefully we can reach Albania. God, that's going to be a trip, isn't it? If we get to Albania, um, it'll be one country I never thought I'd be able to say I want to visit, but. Uh, Come the final, I'll be, I'll, I'll be willing to pay uh, literally hundreds of pounds to try to get to Albania. But um, uh, Kumar, in terms of uh, yourselves, you're also in a similar position to one of your players. We've got a player that we think will go in the summer, and I'll talk to Akash about that in a second. Declan Rice, can you keep him? Because he's crucial uh, I... to your team. Uh, he is uh, very crucial to the team, and I think we will uh, keep him if we... Uh, you know, either win the Europa League or if we win, I mean, if we are in the top four. So, if we are play, playing Champions League next season, we will uh, keep him. But if we are not, uh, he has made a statement quite regularly uh, in his interviews that he is uh, playing football to win trophies. So, if he continues to stay at West Ham, uh, that uh, personal ambition will not get fulfilled and he is also practical about it, vocal about it, and so are the fans and so are the so is the club. So, uh, we know that we won't be able to match uh, his expectations uh, if we don't win trophies. So, it would be good to get a trophy or two or to play in the Champions League to keep hold of him. Otherwise, he's gone. And there are like big fishes waiting for him. Like, I mean, Manchester City, Manchester United, Chelsea, everybody has been rumoured around uh, with him. Uh, Bowen has been linked to, uh, with Liverpool. So, uh, Rice will go certainly for sure. If he stays, he'll be a club legend for sure. Uh, he already is. But uh, I'm sure he'll leave in the near future if we don't win anything. And uh, again, I'll come uh, similar to Leicester. We usually use lose one player every season. But the thing with our owners is they will get the price that they want. That's the good thing about owners, you know. If you if you want him, you pay this price. We're not going to budge, and you've seen it with Maguire and Kilwell and others. Do you think uh, yeah, your, owners, your owners yeah. will be the same with Declan Rice? Yes, they have been quite uh, vocal about it. Nothing below hundred million would do uh, for uh, Rice. So I hope that they don't, you know, fall to pieces when the negotiation actually starts on the table. And, you know, they don't accept a bid which is, you know, a sub uh, at, you know, not even at par with his market value. So, uh, 
I hope we get a good amount for him. But I, I mean, my hope would be more towards you know him staying with us, absolutely, uh, rather than seeing him move. Yeah, and uh, it would be good. Um, I think the price is um, added by twenty percent because he's English, he's young, um, and yeah. he's a very rare talent. And, and like Tillemans, Akash, um, I think it's pretty much everybody thinks he's going to go uh, in the summer. Um, his contract negotiations don't seem to be going any further. But all, on the plus side, Ricardo signed a four-year extension, which is brilliant. I, I love the player. But uh, in terms of Tillemans, since the rumours started, you know, barring last week, I suppose, against West Ham, his performances haven't been there. He's even been benched a couple of times by Brendan. Um he is our star man, or has been. What are your thoughts on Tillemans and uh, his future? Definitely, he is going, and that has been known since a year. I think. Yeah, it, it's another one of those things, much like Declan Rice. Uh, a talent being here, we cannot promise him the things that a player of his caliber should. But I am really disappointed that he is not performing in this particular uh, in his last particular few months because that will depreciate his value, which we don't want as a club. He will be our first major sale after two years, and we, after after uh, achieving security in the Premier League, we have done that. We have sold Kante, we have sold Mares, and every one big player has been going out to other clubs to add, add to our long-term stability, build the facility, and everything around that. But we haven't done that last year and it has bit us back because we aren't, aren't doing this season. We haven't brought in much needed reinforcements in, in the centre-back line. So those things have gone bust. Uh, very important for us to sell a player, get the value that we think is fit. And that will help us in the in rebuilding the in the summer because I think we have got a stacked midfield. We don't need any more additions into the midfield. But the back line is a real issue which hasn't been able to solve itself uh, throughout this season and this can't go on forever. So, via summer, we need to invest those funds cautiously into into the back line. Yeah, um, well, we'll have to see. I mean, they're talking about 50, 60 million uh, for him. I hope we get something around there. But like you say, it depends on his performances as we um, come to the end of the season. Um, Akash, I did say to Kumar that uh, when I booked the show, I forgot that West Ham are playing in about uh, they're kicking off in about 11 minutes so I would let him go in just enough time to make a cup of tea and get ready for the big game against uh, the new rich boys who are on a uh, good form at the moment with their signings over the January. Uh, how do you see this game going? It's not going to be as easy as it would have been a couple of weeks ago. Yes, absolutely. So we are jealous of all the signings they could make. We couldn't make a single one in the window. Winter window and uh, uh, with uh, some few of, uh, key few uh, players missing for them, uh, we we are uh, positive to get a result. So, uh, irrespective of who they bought over the uh, you know window, uh, we we are positive that we'll be getting a result tonight. Yeah, and I think um, with the results coming, uh, the games coming up, it, it gets to this state of the season, especially where you are fighting for fourth, that um, you can't afford to drop points. And uh, absolutely, absolutely, you, I think um, I think you will get a result against Newcastle in a couple of hours. Um, Akash, for us, away to Wolves. I'm going to the game. I don't know why. I'm not looking forward to. It, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the way they're playing at the <laughs> moment and the way we're playing. What are your thoughts on the game tomorrow, my friend? Give me some hope. It, it it can always surprise you. It's Leicester. It's never a dull moment with Leicester. Either you can return. <laughs> I agree. Foolish happiness, or otherwise it can go sideways like it, it, it has for the past month. But you know, winning against Randers would give us a little bit of confidence because we lost against Forest. So oh, don't talk about that. Don't talk about Forest. <laughs> not no. Don't broadcast it on the live on YouTube. Let's not mention that horrible club. <laughs> yeah, they are going to get knocked out eventually in the next round. So nothing, nothing too optimistic uh, for them. But um, yeah, so so I'm on the edge on this one as well. Wolves again uh, without Adama Traore, they are they are they are looking solid. They haven't missed him a bit. He was not performing. They sold him to Barcelona. And now he's doing his doing well. Loan spell sufficing good. But uh, Raul Jimenez, uh, everybody in their team is clicking. The goalkeeper is Jose Sa is 
absolutely a stunning goalkeeper, a magnificent signing. Yeah, I for think them. he's one of the top two or three goalkeepers in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah, uh, uh, an apt replacement to the previous goalkeeper. I mean, uh, uh, he uh, he was equally amazing. Uh, yeah. They they bring their goalkeepers from Portugal, and it's like amazing how they perform. Well, one of our managers is a very big Wolves fan, and he loves the new manager, new coach. He's doing wonders. He's attractive football. They are good to watch, unlike um, under the previous manager Nuno, uh, they did become a little bit boring. So. Yeah, the weather's not good. We're playing Wolves away. It's a horrible city. Uh, but uh, I suppose as a fan, you have to do these things sometimes. But, you know, yeah. Kumar, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the show. Uh, I genuinely mean this when I say I hope you get top four. Uh, I like it, you know, what I said at the start. Let's break this so-called top six. Let's have the likes of West Ham, definitely my boys, Wolves, being in that top six on a regular basis. And um, I hope you have a wonderful uh, cup run in one of the because uh, we we felt it and as Akash is wearing the shirt from last year, it brings back wonderful wonderful memories from that Wembley day. And I hope you guys get to experience it, uh, the Indian Hammers. And um, hopefully we can have you back on the show and we'll have to somehow get a live watch next season. I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll do it with the Indian Hammers and some of the Indian Foxes. Although we'll have to get the Foxes to uh, be a little bit more tempered and. What have you? Because they are a passionate bunch. Yeah, it's the same with these guys. But uh, I mean, uh, they are all within their limits as well. <laughs> well, good luck for the game coming up. Akash, always pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Uh, really great always talking to a fellow Fox. And uh, really fantastic speaking to you, Kumar. Uh, stay safe, my friend. And um, hopefully we'll have the Indian Hammers back on the show celebrating a trophy. Sure, sure. And thanks for the wishes and all the best to you guys too. For Brilliant. the rest of the season. All right. Nice. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye.